everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with one of our Watermark students, Mr. Cade Trotter. What's up, guys? So excited to be here. Cade, I'm glad you're here. You are a junior at Legacy? Yes, Legacy Christian Academy in Frisco. Sweet. But you live in the middle, so you don't live in Frisco. You come to Watermark Dallas. Midpoint. And uh, I'd love to know just a little bit about how you came to know the Lord. Um, So I was saved when I was six years old, raised in a Christian family, and my parents are amazing understood how amazing God was at that age, but hadn't obviously really seen anything um, to really like test my faith. Sure. And so, um, (laughs) and so just as I grew up and as I've entered high school and everything, like seeing how like God really is like the difference in so much of my life, like it's remarkable and just seeing the difference of like having Jesus versus like if I didn't have Jesus and the amount of things that I go through just on a day-to-day basis that it's like that's a complete game changer. Having Jesus. Mm -hmm. So you've moved a few times. Yes. Okay. Five times. Five times. How has that strengthened your faith, been challenging? What's that looked like? So it has definitely strengthened my faith. Like um, there's not a whole lot of things that you can really like root yourself in other than God. Especially, like, moving? when you move all the time. Yeah. Um, just because it's, like, it's not like, you know, you have, like, a group of friends that just, like, is always there. Um, or, you know, like, there's, like, a sport or anything else. Like, it's really just, like, it's just you, your family, and God. Yeah. Like, that's always there. And so, um, it's definitely strengthened my faith. It's also tested it a lot because there's been a lot of times where it's been easy to you know, question the character of God and, like, if he really is, like, true to what he says. But, I mean, there's never been a time where, by at the end of the day, where I'm like, man, God doesn't have my back. Like, it's always like, yeah, God knows what he's doing. Like, it's going to work out. And he's never shown me anything else other than that. So I love it. Well, Kate, I know you spent some time studying today's chapter, Acts chapter 14. You want to just walk us through yeah. High level overview. Yeah. What are we looking at? So um at the start of the chapter, Paul and Barnabas are just going around preaching God's news. So it starts off and they're preaching just in a Jewish synagogue and it says they're preaching boldly. Yeah. So they have a platform, but they're using it boldly. Um and it says that like they're speaking in such a way that everyone believes what they're saying. And then there's a little bit of conflict where some of the Jewish leaders just don't necessarily are kind of intimidated and don't necessarily like how much like success they're having over the people. Like how people are responding to their message. Right. And so the people are just really like amazed. But since the Jewish leaders kind of just like confuse everybody, um, they have to stay there longer, but they don't give up. Like they don't like just quit and go home because it got hard. Like they continue to preach and continue to stay, and they have so much influence over everyone. So um, then they go to Lystra, and um, they're, again, just preaching, preaching the good news. And there's a man that's in the crowd, and he's crippled, like can't walk. And it says he's never walked, so he never has known what it's like to enjoy just the privilege of walking. And, um, like, through just listening, he's, like, filled with belief, and it's— says that Paul looks intently at him. 
just seeing like the faith just like in his eyes and oozing out of him. And Paul says like in a loud voice, stand up and walk. And he just like out of faith just stands up and walks. And Yeah, verse 10. Everybody is just kind of amazed. But after that, um, all the people that were around kind of go nuts and are like so amazed at what's happening. And um, they say like, like Paul and Barnabas are gods and um, start to like prepare like sacrifices and things to um, compare them to like a god. But then like they use like the platform of what just happened to be like, hey, like it's not like what we're doing. It's like what's God working through us. So they just use their platform in the right way. So they don't bring glory to themselves, but they put it back on God. And every it's it says like even with these words they scarcely restrain themselves, but at the same time, like um everybody is just shocked at the fact that they're not using what just happened to glorify themselves, but yeah. to put it back on God. And then it's like the next day, um, Paul is uh stoned by the Jewish leaders. Um, they kind of stir up the people and um he's stoned and Everybody thinks, like, he's dead, like, he's so badly wounded, and mm-hmm. it's, like, the disciples come back around him, so, like, it shows, like, the, the importance of having, like, godly friends and um, having people around you that are going to support you, and he gets up, and the next day, they go right back to preaching. Like, nothing ever happened. Nothing ever happened, and so uh, they go right back to it, and um, it just shows that the power, like, of Jesus to give, keep giving strength to you. Um, it never stops and it never runs out. And so, um, and then it says in verse 22, they're strengthening the souls of the disciples and encouraging them to continue in the faith. And so just just Paul being able to um, continue to do what God's called him to do and um, not freak out when it got hard or even like when he's about to die, it seems like, um, to just continue being faithful, like it encourages everybody else. And then there's thousands more people that are reached by the gospel because of that. It's good. Um, so, yeah. I love it. That's Acts 14. Hey, as you were talking, I wrote down some notes. So I've got five things you just said that I think are worth reemphasizing. You ready for them? I'm ready. Okay. You said they don't quit and go home because it got hard. Number two, it's not what we're doing. It's, what's got, it's what God is doing through us. Number three, everyone's shocked. They're not, they just performed this miracle mm-hmm. and people are shocked because they're not using that miracle to glorify themselves. They're using it to glorify God. The importance of having godly friends. And then number five, God's strength doesn't run out. Um, but I want to zoom in on number one. They don't quit and go home because it got hard. That's super relatable. Like yes, there's, there's resistance, whether it's like we talked about last week with evangelism or even just trusting God in the midst of moving, right? sometimes we want to quit or turn our back. How do you combat combat that? Um, it's definitely easier to just quit or to dial it back down um, when it gets hard. But the reward of being able to push through something, not by your own strength, but through God, like there's so many more people and there's so many more things that can be influenced by you Um just doing what's hard and pushing through. Yeah, there's so many more people who can be influenced by you pushing 
pushing through what's hard, taking steps of faith. Yep. And I think you even mentioned that at the end, that the faithfulness of Paul, was it, mm-hmm. strengthened and Im- impacted those around him? Yes. Talk about, what does that look like? What does it look like in your life to see the faith of someone else and be deeply encouraged? I mean, it's much, um, it's easier to see like the people around you and the people that you value most, like their friendship, and you see them, you know, doing what you don't think you're capable of doing. Like when you see them chasing after Jesus and um, doing what's right, um, it just spurs you on to be like, you know what, I can do the same things because that person, I'm doing it with them. And so just like— You're not alone. Yes, exactly. Like godly friendships, like just— spur you on like with each other um, to do what God's called you to do. Who's a uh, godly friend or leader in your life that you look up to? I would say I have a friend in my small group, uh, Cole Farley. Um, I've been friends with him for a long time. Um, Even like through moves and everything, like he's kind of just stuck with me throughout all that. And so um, just every time we see each other at small group, it's just like pick right back up where we left off and like he's just such a good leader of the people around him and um just every time I get to see that and be with him it's just like you know whatever's going on it's just like like God's working through him and yeah he's gonna work through me so it's like I can keep going that's sick what's his name uh Cole Farley Cole. all right well we are out of time but it's a Wednesday and so Cade, you and Cole are meeting tonight. Yep. If you're listening to this episode, it's going to be awesome. (laughs) That's right. If you're listening to this episode on a Wednesday, pray for Cade, pray for Cole, and the rest of the Watermark students who are gathering in their small groups tonight. And as always, I'm so glad that we don't have to do this alone. I'm glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.